Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's go to the Schwartz Call to guest line. We'll bring on our guy, Benjamin Solak, BleedingGreenNation.com. Let's talk some combine. Ben, how you doing tonight? I'm well, Joe. How you doing, Chief? Thanks for having me on. You got it, but uh, I'm doing great, and it's a, it's a good time to talk some football as the NFL offseason has really now finally got underway. It feels like all the Eagles stories have started to emerge today, and, of course, the combine was last week. Ben, let's get your take first on Saquon because I was just talking about him. Unbelievable combine. Basically, you know, shredded all the records and became one of the greatest running back combine athletes ever. We know his production at Penn State. What do you think about the stories and ideas of him getting taken in the top five with the Giants at two or the Browns, maybe even with the number one pick? Yeah, Saquon, an absolutely unbelievable performance, and, and it was a joy to watch, certainly. This is a guy who, when you adjust his 4-4 flat 40 for his density at 233 pounds, this is one of the fastest movers at that big of a size that we've ever seen in the running back position, right? So this guy can really pack a punch. Now, when it comes to drafting a running back in the top five, I'm quite averse to that. And you might say, you know, Saquon's going to be the number two overall player on my board, right behind Quentin Nelson, the guard out of Notre Dame. But when it comes to the NFL draft, the goal is not to draft good players. The goal of the NFL draft is to win championships. The goal of everything an NFL team does is to win championships. And good players help you do that. But you need to draft good players at positions of extreme value. And, and while Saquon Barkley has incredible value in the passing game, which makes him even more valuable than your average running back, I'm still quite averse to taking him early. So to me, I'm not considering him with number one overall. If I'm Cleveland, I'm going quarterback because that's the position that really matters. That's the position that makes or breaks it for all these teams. And then, yeah, maybe once Barkley starts to drop out of the top five, I could see Tampa Bay at seven as a great marriage of need and position for Barkley. But that's as early as I'm going to begin considering him. Is that because, Ben, you think the quarterbacks in this class are special? My thing is, I I think we go crazy with uh, norms and what we should do and shouldn't do. If the Browns don't think any of these quarterbacks are special and they just think they're getting a guy, you know, whether that be Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen or Baker Mayfield, I'd rather take a great player at a – uh, maybe a non-premium position because I know he's great rather than take just, you know, an average player because it's a more premium position. Where do you fall with the quarterbacks in this draft? Yeah, no, that's an excellent point. If we weren't seeing as wonderful of a quarterback class as we are seeing, then, yeah, you know, that's definitely more of a conversation because the front of the class would be so thin. That being said, you know, you're going to have multiple quarterbacks who warrant a, a very early selection on my board. And, you know, five get talked about, Josh Allen, Sam Donald, Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen, and Baker Mayfield. Three of them, to me, are the guys who really you could take them within the top five and I wouldn't blink. That's Lamar, Baker, and Rosen. Donald and Allen, I'm a little bit lighter on because I think there's a lot of rawness there. You need more time to develop. But certainly, you know, we've seen quarterbacks who had no business going early go early. I'm thinking Paxton Lynch recently. You know, for me, a guy like, uh, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson was not a guy that I expect I would have taken in the first round out of last year's draft. Now, he looked excellent with Houston, but that still, to me, is a player who needed a lot of development last year. And so... 
quarterbacks get a huge boost already because of their positional value. Then when you look at this draft, yeah, Rosen, Baker, and Lamar all have franchise-changing, franchise-cornerstone potential for me. And then Allen and Donald, they have that potential as well. There's just more uncertainty there. So certainly the, the strength of this quarterback class is what makes it easier for Cleveland to go quarterback early. Benjamin Solak, Bleeding Green Nation, joining us right now talking some combine, some draft. Ben, I'm glad you brought up Lamar Jackson. I saw you wrote about him last week, and – I don't know if he's going to make it in as an NFL quarterback. I know his completion percentage was pretty low in college, and he, he's not perfect, but he is dynamic. He's a great runner, and I'm rooting for him. I, I thought last week with all the stuff that you know potentially teams want him to work out as a wide receiver and his response, I think it's a cool story if he does become a successful NFL quarterback. Why do you like him so much? There's no reason he shouldn't be a successful NFL quarterback. If you treat him as you would any other quarterback with average athleticism, he's going to be just fine. Lamar is as raw of a passer coming out as almost every single rookie quarterback you'll ever find. And it absolutely affects his, his placement and his completion percentage. Multiple times in the article you referenced, I likened his issues to Carson Wentz in the sense that Wentz is never going to be a guy who takes the right stride length. Wentz always overstrides when he throws the football, almost invariably. Right? Wentz is a guy who loves to jam the ball in there with his arm and not recruit his hips the way you should in your typical throwing motion. That being said, we saw Carson Wentz put together what a lot of people were calling an MVP campaign because we have to remember, quarterback mechanics aren't right in and of themselves. They're only valuable in that they normalize accuracy. That's why there's consistent mechanics. It's to normalize accuracy and to make sure you don't screw up your shoulder and you have to go on injured reserve after five years of your career, right? And so when we talk about Lamar, he does have unique mechanics. He is not a traditional-looking passer. He has a very narrow base, and he's got flicks it, right? He flicks the ball with his wrist instead of really firing through his elbow. Not unlike the guy to whom he's often compared, Mike Vick. Mike Vick was very much a flick of the wrist sort of a thrower. Another guy in that mold is Vince Young. Vince Young was a guy who kind of just flicked it with his wrist, able to generate a lot of easy velocity and easy power. A good quarterback's coach isn't going to try to take Lamar and change the way he throws the football the same way that, you know, John Filippo didn't try to change the way he went through it. They worked on normalizing their mechanics, making sure they did the same thing over and over again so that the quarterback, the mind, can predict where the ball goes. So even if the mechanics aren't perfect, accuracy is consistent. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to reach that point with Lamar Jackson. Absolutely no reason whatsoever. He can read defenses very well. He understands where to put the football relative to coverage, and then you throw the athletic ability on top of it. Anybody with, with worth their salt as an offensive coordinator is going to be able to run an extremely dangerous offense with Lamar Jackson. We do not see athletes like him at the quarterback position, in my opinion, ever. Not, not Michael Vick, not Randall Cunningham, ever the ability that Lamar has running the football. And so if he goes somewhere, Archaic, Vines, you know, some of these guys who are behind the times in the NFL, they could be in a situation where they see his athleticism and they're unable to, you know, revamp his mechanics the way they think they should, and they try to force him into wide receiver position. But if you're a team who knows what you're talking about and you just treat Lamar like the raw college passer that he and most college quarterbacks are, you should be able to get good quarterbacking out of him in year one and awesome quarterbacking out of him by year three. I love it. You know, I, I heard that Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent, Ben. If he needs one, I think I'm going to recommend you. What do you think? Yeah, how about it? I mean, I respect it for Lamar with, uh, you know, not going for the agent. I can understand why he's making that choice. A lot of it has to do with the fact that you don't negotiate rookie contracts anymore. They're slotted by draft position. But at the same time, you know, I heard from guys at the Combine that it didn't help him out in the meeting rooms. He wasn't as prepared for the questions that team asked and the whiteboard drills they asked him to do. He wasn't as ready because he didn't have a guy who's been through that process before. So you hope it doesn't hurt him too much. Uh, you understand he doesn't want, you know, an agent taking a cut out of a contract that he didn't negotiate for, but it's certainly a, an unorthodox approach. 
It certainly is. Benjamin Solak, Bleeding Green Nation. Ben, always appreciate a few minutes. We'll do it again soon, all right? Yeah, you take care, Joe. Thanks for having me on, man. There he goes. How about Ben? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.